Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon, and this is my lovely celebrity co-host, <laughs> Beverly Smith-Brown. Yes, and we are here for another episode, another Monday evening, yes. to talk about the things that affect our community. So I am so glad to have you here again. Yes, I'm so excited. This is, you know what? I, I looked at the calendar. I'm so glad that we have five Mondays yes. in October. Um, and I had one more Monday, and it's just been fabulous. I love it you has so been. Much. Oh, it I love really you. Great. I, I love um, you. Just being a part of the show and just having an opportunity to talk to so many people and to talk to your audience about the importance of, you know, domestic violence awareness. Absolutely. Um, and just, you know, upcoming things and topics. It's fun. I love it. Thank you. Absolutely. And we just want to encourage you guys to get involved. Mm -hmm. um, you know, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month and mm -hmm. it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month and also mm -hmm. Bullying Awareness. So, so we much. just want you guys, you know, get involved with these causes. I mean, this is something that we do 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. But we want to continue to bring awareness to people who, you know, they only know about it when these awareness months comes up, but we want everybody to participate. Go out and support your local um, domestic violence organization. Um, sow some seeds into these ministries, these organizations that's out here. You know, um, I'm just going to talk about this because I had put a post up and nobody asked me the question, but um, I basically was saying that, you know, I was asking God if I could have that uh, one point three million dollar um, mega millions right mm -hmm. and you know and I stated that I didn't want to hear from any religious people as you know a lot of time religion religious people tell us that we shouldn't do this and we shouldn't do that mm -hmm. so they keep our God in a box but I wanted to let you know that my God is not in a box That's that right. he will take that same 1.6 billion dollars right. and give it to his children that that's needed right. that he know that's going to do the work with mm -hmm. that money mm -hmm. and I was saying that you know I wasn't going to um, tie it to the church and the reason being, because I see so many hardworking people out here as yourself, mm -hmm. out here in the community that's doing the work. I was going to tithe the money, and which I still am when I do win some of it, and but I'm going to give it to organizations who's out here that's actually doing the work. Mm -hmm. And I know so many people that's out here doing the work, and we're actually going to have a couple of those ladies on the show today. One of them is out of the Atlanta area. She is doing awesome work with her testimony out there. And also, we're going to have one of our favorite girls, Jewel, right. Eugene, in the studio tonight a little later. So um, look forward to that. But you know, I just was going to bless some people that was out here doing the work that that's I right. see in the community. Yeah. Right. So that was big for me. Mm -hmm. And I had thought that someone was going to ask me why I wasn't going to tie it to the church, but you know, I guess I must have scared them all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I want to take that opportunity to talk about Mama Safe Haven. Absolutely. You know, um, Mama Safe Haven is a nonprofit organization um, founded on the need of support from the community. We um, encourage self love, higher education, and self employment. Um, by offering a support bridge to those in need of resources to get to the next level in their lives. And we do that with four different programs. Um, we just hosted our You Go Girl, you go um, girl. female conference at the Hart Middle School, and that was under our Never Give Up program. We have DC Film Life, and this summer we work with uh, 20 um, youth from the Manbury Summer Youth Employment Program, and we created a film called Gentrification. Um, it's called... Uh, um, chocolate City question mark um, so that's we're really excited about that and putting that into different um, film festivals oh, so wow. that's something we've been really hush hush about and mm -hmm. just been believing God about um, um, shout out to the youth who worked really hard on that they filmed it and edited it and did a lot of the writing with it so it was really exciting working with them this summer um, also our Black Wall Street program shout out to Donnie uh, Glover from Be More News. We have Black Wall Street coming up, and we're also doing a pop-up shop under our Black Wall Street. Um, so what we do is we honor uh, businesses, individuals, and um, organizations with a Black Wall Street Award for their hard work and just showing dedication to their dreams and their goals and just giving them an opportunity to share their story with the community with a free event. 
Um, so super excited to be sitting beside a Black Wall Street honoree. Absolutely. Um, her organization, <laughs> Lakeisha Brown Foundation, is a true example of what Black Wall Street is. And that's really about unity and everyone collectively putting their resources together to uplift one another. Absolutely. So super excited about that. Um, and last but not least, we have DC's Youth Has Talent. Mm -hmm. And that is our uh, youth program where we have uh, sewing classes with Ms. Alvira Patrick. Um, so we have So For You programs um, where we're also doing a mother-daughter segment coming up soon. Um, and you can go to our website, mamassafehaven.org, and that's M-O-M-M-A-S-S-A-F-E-H-A-V-E-N.org, mamassafehaven.org. Um, so super excited about that. We have our huh, sixth annual, mm. our sixth annual DC's Youth Have Talent Black History Talent Show coming up this February. So mm. super excited about that. Um, yeah, so we definitely accept donations. We are definitely looking for volunteers and sponsors. Uh, we have some uh, transitional homes that we are believing God for. We have uh, some space that we were granted um, through the government that we're excited about coming up in two, um, 2019. Um, but we are really believing God for transitional homes. And I know Lakeisha Brown Foundation, we just really want to um, be a uh, support bridge and you know, filling those gaps for those youth and women who are out there in transition and need somewhere to stay safe. And that's what Mama Safe Haven is all about, as well as the Keisha Brown Foundation. Absolutely, because we definitely need that. Because, you know, so many people, they are trying to escape these situations that they're going through. And then there's no beds available. Yeah. You know, there's nowhere they can go, and they end up going back to their abusers. Mm -hmm. So that is very big with mostly all the organizations that um, we partner with, the Lakeisha Brown Foundation, is that we're looking to be able to provide more transitional homes, more space for people when they're escaping these situations. So definitely, guys, I'm telling you, if you want to find organizations, if you don't know of any organizations that um, you can donate to, check out Mama Safe Haven. Check out An Earthly Embrace. Also, there's Empower and Encourage Ministries. Also, the Lakeisha Brown Foundation. These are organizations that's out here that's doing the work, guys. They are doing the work. And so they need the help because we're not really sitting around waiting for government funding. No, not at all. Not because if we all. sit around and wait for government funding, a lot of the people that we service wouldn't get service. That's right. So we need your help. We do. We need your help. We and, do. you know, we're going into the end of the year. A lot of people are going to be looking for some tax write-offs and things mm -hmm. you want to donate. So just hook up. Um, definitely look us up. We're on Facebook. You can get in contact with me at NBA Speaks on Instagram and Facebook. And also my website, mbaspeaks.com. And again, mamasafehaven.org. That's right. And you can send us an email at info at mamasafehaven.org. You can find us on um, Instagram at mamasafehaven2014. I'm Arthur B. Smith on Instagram and mamasafehaven on Facebook. Um, it's so important if you are someone who is in a domestic violence situation. Um, I'm speaking from experience. One of the things that I would love for you to understand is that it's not uh, your fault mm -hmm. and it's not okay. Um, it's very important to uh, go to a safe place, a safe person, and even though it may be uncomfortable, but that is understanding that's growth. Mm -hmm. Understand that that is something that has to happen to shake up what's going on now. So even though you may not want to um, uh, get the wrath of maybe if, if it's your mom or someone close that you have to share that information with, I urge you to do what you have to do to get out of that situation um, and go to a safe place. Go to someone who you feel comfortable with that you can share that information with. And if someone comes to you with that information, it's important for you to understand that uh, you can do not attack them because they have already been attacked. Do not attack them. Go um, within as it relates to love and um, nurturing them first to make sure that they are okay. 
um, and there are resources out there. Absolutely, and if you're in a Prince George's County area, you can dial 211 and they will be able to direct you to resources that you would need. And also, if you're um, listening to this broadcast anywhere within the United States, you can call 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-SAFE. And they'll be able to provide and connect you with a resource in your area. And that's very important. And I always tell people, you know, sometimes, you know, you may not be going through um, domestic violence, but you can keep that number just in case if you know someone that may be going through. And you can provide them with a telephone number. People always asking, how can I help? The way you can help someone is that, you know, help them with their safety plan. Help them to, to get out of that situation. You know, um, put a credit card to the side that maybe if they reach out to you and they have to leave in the middle of the night that you can be able to put them up into a hotel for a night or two. You know, think of some creative ways that you can be able to assist them instead of saying, I told you so. That's right. You know? Yeah. And I always, you know, run into those people who... Um, always say, well, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. That wouldn't have been me. If that was me, I would have done this and I would have done that. It's easy to judge on the outside. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to look at someone's situation and say what you would have done. But it's very important for us to understand that we're all connected. And when one is hurt, we're all hurt. It's very important for us to reach out to that person and first connect with their heart first to make sure that they're okay. Right. Because hurt people hurt people. Absolutely. And once that person is hurt, they are giving up on people. Mm -hmm. So you never know what they may do to the next person mm -hmm. out of hurt and just frustration mm -hmm. of no one understanding what it feels like to be hurt. Absolutely. When everyone knows, but it's so easy to walk around as if nothing is up, you know, we want to definitely, you know, um, live in a, a joyous place, but mm -hmm. it's, it's another thing to sit back and judge another person and yeah. sit your nose up and feel like it's, you know, oh, uh, Couldn't I be wouldn't me. have been me. You know, mm -hmm. that right there is, uh, it's not okay. And, no. and I think that that is the, the, the real, sometimes the direct reason why people are afraid to, to speak out. Yeah. Because of judgment. Absolutely. Because of the way people are going to look at them and how they shame them. So that's one of our never give up workshops because mm -hmm. we deal with letting go of guilt and shame. Absolutely. You know, letting go of that guilt and the shame of what happened because I know it's a dirty feeling. I wrote all about it in my book, You Kept Me. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this is my testimony of, you know, I, t I talked all about uh, just the filth. Mm -hmm. You know, I went through um, some horrific things and I, uh, to be honest, I couldn't even get through one of the chapters of my own book. Mm. And it's actually the seven-year anniversary wow. in November. And you said you was going to sit down and um, read, read it. it. Yeah. yeah. So um, I said, that guy would be so interesting to go back because I'm going to tell you, I purged when I wrote this book. Mm -hmm. This isn't, you know, I always say this is God's book. Yeah. It, it really it's is. It's his story. It's his story. You mm -hmm. said it, come on, God. That's mm -hmm. how I know this mm -hmm. is come because that's what he said. Mm -hmm. He said, this is my story. Mm -hmm. You have to share this mm -hmm. with people. You have to let them know that if I brought you through, I can bring them through. Absolutely. You cannot sit in that shame and that guilt. I will give, I will take care of you. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay, baby. Mm -hmm. He told me that. Yeah. And he kept me. And there's so he many people out there I'm right so now. I'm so grateful. He and can do the same for you. Yes, he can. And there's so many people out there that's listening right now that you have a book inside of you. Yes, you that do. God say needs it, you to get out it, because there's somebody that's waiting on you yes. to share your story. Yeah. Because I know your book has blessed so many people. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you. And, and when I purged and wrote this story, um, I wrote it in, what, three months. Mm. Because I couldn't stop writing. I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would relive. I was gang raped mm -hmm. on Moore's Road. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to take drugs down the Lord. And, I mean, I talked about stories of that. And I could smile about it before it was so painful. I right. relived things. And God allowed me to walk back through those things and it wasn't painful. Mm. And it, I was, it was like I was throwing up. Mm -hmm. It really felt like throwing up. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just kept writing and writing and writing. And I didn't understand 
where, uh, well, first it came, I was in um, school. Mm -hmm. God told me to leave D.C. and uh, I took my four children, we moved to, to Burke, Virginia. Mm -hmm. And I ended up in a beautiful home out in, in Virginia and had an opportunity to just write it. Um, I was in school and I had to write my autobiography for school. Oh, wow. And I got a, I got a, a passing grade. I got a B-plus on it. And it, I, I was never ashamed of the fact that I had three kids at 19. Mm -hmm. there were certain things I was never ashamed of. But I really prettied the story up. Mm -hmm. and, and what happened was um, I couldn't rest with that. Mm -hmm. That wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. So that's where the purging started. Oh, wow. Because when I wrote my autobiography, I had to relive some things. And it, and it, it allowed some doors to be opened that, you know, I had to walk back down pathways that I forgot about. Oh, wow. And so once, like I said, I got a passing grade, but I, I couldn't sleep after that. And I just started purging and writing and writing and writing. And then God told me that it was, uh, he woke me up and said that this is a book. I said, no. But I, I say all that to say, uh, you got to trust your gut instinct. Absolutely. It's so important to trust your inner GPS. You know, it's so important to understand that you're on a path of your own, you know, and it's so important to trust the energy of the people that's around you because they're there for a reason. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand the purpose of them in your life. And it's so important to understand your purpose first. Absolutely. And the way to do that is to go within yourself, you know, and first love yourself, flaws and all. Mm -hmm. That's important. Flaws and flaws all. Flaws and all. So I think this is our guest for tonight. She is on the line. She is calling from out of Atlanta. Awesome. Um, hi, Natalie. Hi. Hi. Mm. How are you? <laughs> hi, Natalie. Hi, how are you? Great. So I do have my co-host here, Beverly. She's here with me right now. And so what I'm going to do before you start, I'm going to read a little bit of your bio and then we'll have you because your bio is so extensive. You know, you got so you can, much going you on. You can, you, can, you can make it smaller. <laughs> <laughs> you just have so much going on. So I'm going to jump right into her bio and then I'm going to let her tell you about herself and what she's doing and, all, and tell you her story and also the awesome work that she is doing in the domestic violence arena. So her name is Natalie Purdy, was a victim of a violent attack by her boyfriend in September 7, 1986. She pressed charges and testified. The person who attacked her received a lenient sentence with no jail time. In June 2011, she was approached by a Commonwealth investigator who informed her they needed her to testify again. The same person who victimized her, he attacked another woman. The trial lingered on until September 10, 2012, almost to the exact date of her attack 26 years ago. Natalie knew then was a turning point in her life. She had to confront this individual again, and more importantly, she had to confront her fears. So, Natalie, I'm not going to get into any more because I want you to tell us a little bit more about you. So, right now, you're live right now on the McYon Show, so just tell them more about your story and what you got going on down in Atlanta. Yes, yes. Um, thank you so much for having me yes, on your show. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Um, so where do I begin? <laughs> um, so yes, awesome. you summed it up very well. Um, I was dating um, a guy at the time. I was 18 years old. And I told him that I didn't want to marry him. And that is when... He, um, he attacked me. He stabbed me all over. And he actually, this was a long time ago, he got away with it. Mm. He got away with it. At that time, the laws were totally different. And they, they viewed it as I knew him. Mm -hmm. And because it wasn't a stranger. And I can remember just, feeling like the only way I probably I would receive justice is if I had died mm. because they just kept looking at it like well with her boyfriend maybe it was a misunderstanding maybe she did something more to agitate it I can remember in the courtroom they 
when his lawyers were questioning me, they asked me several questions like, well, did you, um, did you yell at him? Did you spit in his face? And I can remember, like, spit in his face? We weren't even arguing. Neither one of us ever even raised our voices. Um, but as, um, so long story short, but a very long story, um, years of rehabilitating and just thinking perhaps that was just a one-time incident, little did I know that I would be approached years later to say that he had done it again. Mm. And come to find out he had done it several times after me. It's just that each time he kept getting a lenient sentence. He was just getting a slap on the wrist. So when they approached me and asked me, and they gave me that information and asked me would I testify, immediately I said, absolutely, I'll do it again. I'll do it. Anything I can do to help somebody from not going through what I went through. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was a surprise witness and testified and the first thing that they said was that was so long ago mm. and I think that hurt as well because no matter how many years it's been and no matter how much even like the therapy even through the rehabilitation even through God blessing me and bringing me through it it's still something that will affect me for the rest of my life Absolutely. Absolutely. Physically, mentally, psychologically, financially, mm -hmm. like my whole life has changed. So it doesn't matter how long ago it was. And the fact that he's still doing it doesn't matter how long ago it was either. Mm -hmm. That's right. um, and so I testified. And right before I testified, his lawyers had told him he was looking at getting five years for the attack on that woman. And the maximum penalty was 18 years. Mm. And to God be the glory, he received 35 years. Wow. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. That's, yes, that's right. To God be the glory. Yes, yes. That's justice. That's justice. That's justice. That that's makes my justice. heart smile. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That makes my heart smile to know that. But that's, that's, you know, very heroic of you to stand up and, like you said, to um on on the whole premise of not wanting anyone else to experience that because they are repeat offenders mm -hmm. and like you said he kept doing it mm -hmm. so thank you thank you that's thank that's definitely you. yes that um thank natalie you. we mm. thank you for telling your story and you have really been telling your story because Ooh, honey you's like good. a stu a superstar mm. <laughs> she is like a superstar i'm telling you if you want to catch her story her story has all already been on Dates from Hell, the episode on the ID channel titled Say Yes or Die. She also has a Lifetime movie. Um, I dated a psycho. Mm -hmm. She's been on Dr. Oz. She, they had a special with her on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Wow. Um, wow. Real Talk Famous Radio Live and Women on the Rise in Atlanta. Yes. Wow. yes. They can't stop you now, Come honey. Now. Oh, That's right. So I can't stop you now. I'm running <laughs> in a positive direction. Awesome. Absolutely, awesome. absolutely. Yes. And so, yes. also tell them about the um the work that you're doing with the other organizations from out of the um the Virginia area. Yes. So in Virginia, I um am still a part of my help, my hope with Kathy Staten. Yes. And so Kathy is so amazing and just all the work that she's doing, trying to um, get a shelter built, um, as well as she has a uniform drive that I'm a part of every year. Um, she does back to school, um, uniforms, book bags, shoes. A lot of it comes out of her pocket. Mm -hmm. And then just thank God for donations for people to donate. Um, she also does a, a toy drive every Christmas, and there is um, a gentleman, him and his wife, he, he dresses up like Santa Claus, and him and his wife, they donate a lot of the um, toys, and then we have um, a storage unit that donates the storage unit 
for us to house all of this stuff. And then the families fill out an application, and a lot of times they go on My Help My Hope on Facebook and, or on the website, and they fill out an application and say, I have this many children, and this is their ages. And we try um, our best through a lot of volunteers and donations to try and get them a toy that they want, as well as sometimes they still need clothing, coats. She does a coat drive. It's just so much. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, so, yes, so I'm a, a part of that. And then in Georgia, I'm a part of Promise Place. And in the beginning of the school year, um, for the first semester, and then towards the end of the school year for the second semester, I teach teen dating violence. To middle and high school students, mm, mm, and just raising awesome. awareness and letting them know um, it's it's really really a strong epidemic in Georgia. Mm. Um, so many cases, especially with the teens, mm -hmm. mm. and just to raise awareness and let them know that they don't deserve the abuse and to be able to see the signs and know what healthy dating is, and especially the fact that I was, um, you know, I had just turned 18 when I was attacked. Absolutely. It's very mm -hmm. important for the teens very to understand, important. you know, what it was. I myself um, was a teen when I had my first altercation with um, domestic violence, and also as Beverly, she was a teen mm -hmm. as well. And so we definitely... Um, commend you for going Absolutely. out into the community and talking to the teens because you know a lot of them don't even know what um domestic violence is like i didn't i didn't know yeah. it i didn't know what domestic it didn't have a name right when i yeah. grew up right. it was just yeah. basically you know you and your um boyfriend um had a had a fight and that was yeah. it and now he's made up and he's buy you gifts and things like yeah. that and you was taught back then that if he didn't argue and fuss and fight with you that he didn't love you Exactly. And what do you have well. to gauge mm -hmm. it on when you're so young? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. And especially and you know, when um, oh. they said that um, three out of four parents do not talk to their children about teen dating violence. And yeah. I can honestly say that my parents did not. Mm -hmm. Now, let me just clear that up. They may have said to me, don't let anyone hit you. Mm -hmm. right. Don't let nobody put their hands on you or there's going to be a problem. But they never went into details as far as it doesn't start out with hitting. And we all, all three of us know that even with domestic violence, it doesn't just start out with someone putting their hands on you. Now that we know we are more educated about it, a lot of times it's more verbal. Yeah. It's more emotional, and now with these children, it's a lot of cyber abuse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it definitely is. And, and, you know, and with, and with them, um, the suicide um, rate numbers are higher for them because oh, yeah. of everything is so public with social media. So as parents, we definitely have to continue to have these conversations in our household with our children because, you know, we're not doing anything different but just sharing with them our story and, and giving them options. So, you know, parents have to be able to educate themselves to know what they're up against so they'll be able to have these conversations in their household. Because, you know, I was told that too, you know, don't let nobody put their hands on you. By the time they put their hands on you, you already you already have had so many, so much emotional and verbal abuse yeah. and yeah. then because you saying to yourself you love this person i don't want my parents to make me leave them alone mm -hmm. and i don't want nobody to beat him up so i'm gonna protect them i'm gonna lie for him now right right yes exactly so that's what it is. So I just want to thank you and commend yes. you for the work that you're doing and also mm -hmm. Kathy thank is doing you. down thank in you. the Hampton Roads area. You ladies are phenomenal. Yes. I love you yes. guys. And love like I told you. you, I am coming to Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> yes, 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 I am coming to Atlanta because I I'm definitely coming to have, 
<laughs> well, you come on. That's right. You come on up here. That way we can have you in person on this show. Absolutely. So I just want you to um, tell the audience before we go that if you have anything else that you're doing down in the Atlanta um, area, any um, events that's coming up, and also how they can um, follow you on your social media platform. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. So you can find me on Facebook under Natalie Purdy. You can also find me on Instagram under survivors underscore voice. And, um, oh, my goodness, what I have going on. So many <laughs> things. Um, I'm so excited. Like, every day there's something. I will be at Clark Atlanta University. Okay. Yes, I'm so excited about that. That's going to be on Monday, October the 29th. It's free and open to the public, and it's called Don't Date Violence. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry, Don't Date Danger. Don't and date this danger. is going to be hosted by the Bobby Christina Serenity House. Oh. Yeah, so Bobby Brown um, has just opened up a house for victims. Yes, um, he and did. And named it after his daughter. Daughter Bobby Christina. Yes, I yeah, I heard about that. That's awesome, Natalie. Yes, it is. So I'm gonna be on the that panel for awesome. that. That is awesome. Yes, on um again, that's on um, this upcoming next Monday, October the 29th at 6 p.m. at Clark Atlanta University. That is powerful. Well, yes. I'm not even gonna wish you luck because it's not <laughs> luck. It's definitely anointing, and that God has yes, definitely gifted yes. you the strength to be able to do this work. So I just wish you much success in all of your endeavors. Thank you. And I can't wait to be talking and seeing you soon. Same here. And thank you and Beverly so much for having me on the show. And I wish you the same. Thank yes, you. Thank Talk you. to you soon. All right, now. All right thank you. Bye-bye. Oh my goodness, That's that is awesome. awesome. She is oh she is gosh. doing such great work. Yeah. When I first met her, she was down in um in the Virginia Hampton Roads area. Oh, and then um she relocated to Atlanta and she's just doing so much work down there. That's so awesome. definitely we are definitely going down there. I'm telling you, God is calling he, me there. Yeah, yeah, I know. You said you, the other day. I was just get you that get I got some dates down already. There. I have some dates and some homes. Um a shelter that I was doing work with mm -hmm. a couple of times going down there that I set up some dates in 2019. But just hearing her say that, God has really been speaking to me about those two locations. Remember mm -hmm. we was having that, mm -hmm. that conversation? So we one coming. of the things I know about Atlanta is it's really no different, especially the southeast section. When I go to Atlanta <laughs> southeast, it's really the same. It really is. I keep looking over here because our girl Jewel is yeah, in the she building. Is here. She is here. <laughs> so what we're going to do real quick, we're going to take a break because Jewel is definitely in the building. We're going to get her to come to the desk so we can talk to her. Mm -hmm. You are watching the McYon Show, yes. and we'll be right back. Growing and cranking right here. 
Lord, grown folks go go with a twist. You know what I mean? Come on, y'all, let's play it, man. like they don't know but okay. we may got some new people listening because Natalie was on so it may be some more people listening mm -hmm. in from Atlanta mm -hmm. so definitely tell them who you are a little bit about yourself and what all you have going on thank you so basically everybody just knows me as Miss Jewel I am the founder and executive director of a nonprofit by the name of an earthly embrace so we our mission is to heal, empower, and rebuild the lives of men, women, and children that are impacted by domestic violence. Mm. To keep it short. But <laughs> <yes>. Right. Uh, <laughs> basically, we're just out in the community, and I have to say, 
with these two ladies been doing this quite a bit and mm -hmm. um yeah appreciate them love them and we are definitely sisters in this so absolutely yeah, love the work that we did together absolutely we love you yes and we love you much you. much love much love so I'm telling you, so Jewel is here. So you know what? Because it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and Jewel always wants to talk about relationships. It's very awesome. important. It very is. important to talk about relationships. Mm -hmm. And not just relationships, but healthy yeah. relationships. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what does that look like? Mm -hmm. So, Jewel, I am definitely going to give you the floor right now to talk about that, to talk about these relationships. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to have a little feedback back and forth. Mm -hmm. So, go ahead and give it to them, Jewel. Thank you. For the record, they put me on the spot, but that's okay because I love to talk about relationships. <laughs> okay. My number She's one ready. Topic. She's ready. But um, I had to say, so when I was coming in or when I came in, I was hearing just a little bit about transfers of energy mm -hmm, basically mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and um actually at your event that we did two weeks ago during the the round table basically when we were speaking to some of the victims the community at large but just to hear one of the um guests was speaking about how how her husband treated her definitely started to mold how she treated other people mm -hmm. and um, to me that is so huge and I think yeah. it goes overlooked a lot of times mm -hmm. just in general and just to speak on a whole on relationships maybe as a parent your friends mm -hmm. your husband your wife you the people that you're around period mm -hmm. they impact you yes so, they do yes, they just do. like mm -hmm. you impact them yeah. so really transferable being, energy yes yeah. that transference of energy is not a joke and it is so important to make sure that especially when we're talking about a domestic um home relationship that you're cautious who you're allowing in your mm. life yeah i always say if they don't bring you up they're gonna probably bring you down that's right and it's not worth keeping that relationship is not worth it. Mm -hmm. And it's okay, it doesn't speak ill to anybody on either level, on a low level. However, some people just don't help each other rise up. Mm -hmm. They don't, and if, yeah. you do you know that you don't have to be in a relationship? Mm -hmm. Some people use that as a way to definitely define them, yeah. and you don't have to be in a relationship. Yes, it is an absolute choice. Yeah. It is a yeah. choice. It is a choice, and some people yeah. look at it like, I have to be in a relationship. I have to be with somebody. It doesn't make or break you That's right. unless you allow it to, Yeah. unless you allow it to, yeah. and that goes really right back to what we do every day um, in the community, just teaching about Domestic violence. Yeah. Domestic yeah. violence as a whole. Um, yeah. Especially when we're speaking about the families, too, and mm. how we figure some people stay together because oh, it's the right thing to do. But your your relationship is unhealthy. Mm -hmm. It's unhealthy. You teach your babies that. Yeah. And now we talk about that cycle once again, mm -hmm. where it goes out into the schools, into the, the new generation that comes about. So. Yeah, and it's just that, you know, so many people... So many people don't even know how to date or even how to be in a relationship. They're so used to just going from one person to the next person to the next person. And you never really figure out what you want. If you, nine times out of ten, you ask those people, what are you looking for in a relationship? And what type of mate do they want? They can't even tell you. They can't even tell you what they want. They, they can't tell you. If you say, what would you, what do you want to go eat? Yep. Wherever you want to go eat. Wherever you want to go eat. Well, start with what are you wearing today? How many people go through so many well, clothes? Well, well, uh -huh. But, you know, one of the things as it relates to those relationships, I feel it's important to have a relationship with yourself first. You have to. If you are not okay with yourself and looking for acceptance on the outside, you're going to be constantly changing your mind. You're going to be like a politician. Yeah. And whatever everybody <laughs> say, oh, whatever, but I'm over here. Is what you say? No, yeah, she gonna didn't do that, say you're going to be a politician. Oh, when I go over here, yes, yes. <laughs> because that's what it is. You're going to be so double-sided. Yeah. By the time you go home, you're going to be so exhausted because you've been pulled in so many different directions as it relates to who you are today. Mm -hmm. It's like, who am I today? Let me see who I'm going to be around this person. Mm -hmm. Who am I going to be around that person? It is so freeing to really just say, I am who I am. I am who this I am. This is who I am. And you know what? 
I think I like her. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's so important to love on yourself. Self-love is one of the best relationships that you can ever, ever, ever have. have. Have that important conversation with yourself. Absolutely. Touch yourself. Absolutely. Oh, yes. there you go. Hug yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself Get a to hug. know yourself. Yes. But no, it's true. It's important. Um, and even, so last, the Saturday that just passed, um, did a... Um, I did a class with teens, mm-hmm. um, and we were discussing, and the theme was basically standing in your square. Mm-hmm. And in every corner, know who you are, mm. the, the best parts and the worst parts. It's okay. All of us have those things that we could definitely do better and that we could grow upon. And it's okay to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. because so after you accept that and love that, then you could decide who to bring you up. It goes back to the what I was saying about bringing you up. Where do you yeah. compliment one another? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you compliment one yeah. another? So, um, yeah. And That's I always point. say, you know, now that I'm learning more, you know, to love myself in relationship is that, you know, you really shouldn't have to lose yourself to gain no. somebody else. Ooh, you Same. really should not have Same. to lose yourself to yeah. gain anybody. Like, I'm in this um, singles group on um, Facebook, and they be asking these crazy questions. Mm, like, I know that's interesting. It was a question, it was a question proposed to everybody asking that, um, for the betterment of your relationship, would you get off of social media? Now, the old me would have been like, oh, yeah, I'm getting up off social media, whatever he need me to do, I'm going to do. But now me today, no, I'm not getting off social media. No, I'm not. Like, that, that now I look at, that's an insecurity in you now. Because why should I have to get off social media just for our relationship to be a certain way? Like, what does Facebook have to do with our relationship? I'm going to actually challenge that just a little bit. Okay, I love a challenge. Just a little bit. I love a challenge. And not even so much a challenge, but to add on to that, because I was having this discussion with somebody a while ago, very confident woman, um, and then we got into her husband asked her to get off Facebook. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening was, it wasn't so much that he was insecure, and it's not secure, but it's that thing of knowing yourself. Mm -hmm. She spent so much time Mm -hmm. on Facebook they were losing time together. Two very busy people. I see. It wasn't that she was on social media to, for business reasons or to bring herself up in any type of way. Mm-hmm. She was addicted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was addicted. Mm-hmm. So that was a flaw. Now a that's bit. different. Now I I just seen it from <laughs> I just seen it from my place. Well, I say me yes, because no, all of my business come from social media. Mm-hmm. Yes how I interact and, you know, my platform. Now, if I'm just on there, just be on there, and I'm not being able to um, tune in to what my mate needs, then, yeah, that's a problem. We have to have a compromise. But just to say, okay, if they say just get off just to get off, no, no, you don't don't have to just get off just to get off. But it should be a conversation had. Yeah. It should be an honest one. Absolutely. And, um... Yeah, because you're absolutely right. Sometimes people do look for that validation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, get off. Because you're jealous. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's a big yeah. conversation as well. That jealousy is not a compliment. No, yeah. it's, it's not. It's not a compliment. It's yeah. 100% insecurity. So it's um, definitely about knowing who you are, what you do, and why you're doing it on mm-hmm. both sides of the equation. Absolutely. So, I totally yeah, agree with that. I totally agree with that. And, and like in any relationship communication effective yes. communication yes. is key so you should be having well, these let conversations me say something as a married woman please if do my husband would say um and we had a conversation because i love my baby if you say baby i need <laughs> you to get off facebook i'm getting off facebook <laughs> <laughs> to, to buy facebook permanently i'm just saying i mean if you know one of the things i trust my husband mm-hmm. i do I trust him. I, I I I totally do. I know he wouldn't say that, mm-hmm. but if he did, mm-hmm. I, I would just trust him. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it wouldn't be an issue where I, it would be a conversation, you mm-hmm. know, because there are other media sites. There's other things, you know. I just think that, you know, and in marriage for me, and that's just me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say anyone else, but I know for me, I would. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's Lord. important. Yeah. To know. yeah. And every relationship is different yes because it's really about trusting yes when you when you talk about you know they say that you know honor your husband honor your wife things and we talk about trust it's it's so important to understand that um 
you got to understand where, like you said, any jealousy, any, you know, back biting or you mm -hmm. feel some kind of slight kind of way, mm -hmm. um, then we have to deal with those issues, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and as long as that. But it has to be one of those. It has to be a safe relationship. We're talking about a healthy relationship. Right. Definitely. We're talking about a healthy, healthy. relationship. Mm -hmm. It's a healthy relationship. He's like, hey, babe. I'm like, okay, whatever. Right. Dude, I ain't tripping. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Now what, huh? Mm -hmm. Come here. Give me a kiss. And then also, <laughs> if you can just come to a compromise. It's yes. about compromise. That yeah. if you know if there's, if you're going to be on Facebook and it's work-related or if it's recreational, you know, mm -hmm. set limits. Yeah. 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 Set set limits That's to it. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. But the way they had proposed the question, it was just like if they asked you, you know, just for um, your relationship, would you get off? And most of them were just like, yeah, I would just leave Facebook alone. But then I'm like, okay, that's okay for the first two weeks. Right. And then what you do after that sneak? Right. right. Okay. Fake, accounts. fake accounts, like okay. yeah, fake like, accounts. Like, what do you do? Because <laughs> right. I, I, you know, what do you do in that situation? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, with me knowing that now. I would be like, no, I'm not going to get off Facebook, but I'm definitely going to have a conversation. Like, mm -hmm. what are the reasons Why for, you do want you want me, me right? to get off yeah. Facebook if I'm using this for my business yeah, or whatever exactly. like that? Yeah. Because you can't control who in the inbox. You can't. Well, I mean, I mean, you can after the, the fact, fact but you'll but you be all day keep worrying about that. What's going on. Yeah, and you can, like you said, you got to have trust. You got to have trust and to know because... It's going to happen. You can't happen. run from it. You can't run. Other people going to find your too. mates attractive. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I think it's a compliment. I think it's a compliment. Hey, baby. He's mine. Yes, he's Thank mine. You. Okay. But if, you have a, but if you have a wanderer. Okay. Then that's different. That's, that's different. different. You can have him then, because yeah. obviously he's not, he's, he's he's not, not for me. He's not for me. Right. right. He's that's not right. for me. Mm, wow. So, Jewel. Yes. We definitely want to you um, let everybody know about the open mic that's going on this yes. Thursday. Mm. If I can slip a couple other things in, too. Please, so too. It is definitely please um, too. the last couple <laughs> days, eight days of, no, nine days, pardon me, of Domestic Violence Awareness okay. Month. So AEE's going out with the bang. We mm. have Purple Thursday, which is a day of please put on your purple lipstick, nail polish, sweatpants, um, Wear purple. All things purple. Wear purple. Purple. All things purple. Show that love. Take a picture and um, either send it up to us on social media wise. Facebook is in Earthly Embrace is the page, or you can send an email to and pardon me, Kalila, for um, doing this, but I can't remember her full email. But check out our page; it's there, or you can check out Jewel as well, um, and you will Jewel Alasia. And that's I J E W E L I L A S I A. That's me on Facebook. Please send your pictures there, and we'll post it all day. Then that night, to kind of end it on a big wow, we're doing the open mic. Awesome. This is Voices of Her. Her is not limited to women. Her is heal, empower, <laughs> and rebuild. Awesome. <laughs> we have some great partners. The Lakeisha Bell Foundation, NBA Six is definitely going to be there. This has been one of our um, phenomenal um, events the last few years. Please come out and hit that mic. Maybe that you sing, we want to hear your voice. Maybe that you share your spoken word, we want to hear your voice. Mm -hmm. um, definitely it's a great event and you get to meet some great people. Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. And then Saturday we are also hosting our self-defense class. Mm -hmm. Anybody wants to come out, it will be at Rose Sanuka's class. Um, and once again, please do check out our website. It's www.aeeinc dot org so org um all the events are there and then we're going to end that saturday with a a painting sip so mm. we get to have a wonderful fundraiser where you get out sip a little bit paint a lot and have a great time um definitely we approach this cause with with the intention of really helping everyone heal empower rebuild and definitely educate awesome. so that we can break the cycle so yeah Please do check us out once more. All the information is on our website. It's www.aeeinc.org. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank awesome, you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Also, there's another event this Friday night. Um, CAP, the Center for Abused Persons, will be having their 35th anniversary dinner from victim to victor. Um, Friday night from 6 p.m. to 10, the keynote speaker will be no other than Mildred Muhammad. 
This event will be held at the Waldorf JCs. And so if you're looking for tickets, there's still tickets available. You can go to on Facebook to the Center for Abused Persons. They do have an Eventbrite page there where you can get your ticket. And also on um, Saturday, there's another event. Sisters for Sisters, Carolyn White Washington. She's having her annual um, domestic violence prayer breakfast. And um, it's at the Camelot. I think it's going to be at the Camelot. But definitely check out Sisters definitely. for Sisters. They're having their annual prayer breakfast, and they will have some phenomenal sisters that we know Definitely. that will be rocking the runway yes. this year. So thank you for that. And also, just check all these events out. It is more. Also, Amina. Amina McWorth is having an event as well. You can go to my um, Facebook page. I will be putting up that flyer for that event on Saturday as well. Awesome. So is that all the events that we have going on this week? I do believe so. I yes. do believe so. I would like to invite everyone out. If you have little trick-or-treaters, mm. I would like to invite you to come out to the Victory Christian Ministry International um, Church. We are located at 4391 St. Barnabas Road. That's across the street from the Marlow Heights Shopping Center. We will have a trunk and treat. Um, super excited. That's right before my birthday, so I am excited to <laughs> greet the youth with candy so if you have some little ones and y'all don't want to go out trick-or-treating come on over to um victory christian ministry international we are on saint Boniface road that big church across the street from Mallow heights oh and i also forgot my church the arc of safety will be having a community day this week um they will have vendors out there and everything um the address is Look, I only know my own church address. I just drive okay. right to it. It's 9402 mm -hmm. Marlboro, Old Marlboro Pike um, in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. So it's, it starts from 12 p.m. to 4. And also, everybody knows my nephew James with Three for Me and um, Sunk Mania Galaxy, his comic book. He will be there vending. So definitely come on out and support the youth and also the Ark of Safety. Awesome. So I just wanted to thank you guys for thank tuning you. in. Thank you. We will be back next Monday from 6 o'clock to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to thank you for joining us. We want to thank Miss Beverly. We want to yes. thank Natalie for calling in. Thank you, Natalie. And we also want to thank Miss Jewel for coming yes, in. Yes, thank you, thank Jewel. You and me. thank Miss McNon for yes, having us on this wonderful show. You're welcome. Okay, You're our welcome. engineer Ron. Shout out to Ron over there. Shout doing out what he to do. Ron. Shout out to Ron and Voxway for always giving us an opportunity to share. So we want to say good night. Good Thank you night. for watching Peace. and God bless. Peace. Peace.